0: In order to appease the gods, the Druid priests held fire rituals. Prisoners of war, criminals, the insane, animals were burned alive in baskets. By observing the way they die, the Druids believed they could see omens of the future. Two thousand years later, we've come no further. Sam Samhain isn't evil spirits. It isn't goblins, ghosts, or witches. It's the unconscious mind. We're all afraid of the dark inside ourselves. Dr. Loomis, Halloween too, The Great Donald Pleasant. Welcome to tales from the abyss, the most unfiltered, uncut, unapologetic, unpretentious, the greatest celebration of freedom of speech in the land of the free and the home of the brave. Tell him, Jay. Folks, it's that time again. That's right. It's time for another wonderful
1: episode of Tales from the Abyss. I am Jay Lindgren along with my good friend and co-host, Mr. Pablo Rojo. Last week, ladies and gentlemen, we started a look at Halloween Kills. Last episode, we did a deep dive x-ray on everything that went on in the film, gave our comments, but tonight, we're going to do something else with it. We're going to keep the Halloween Kills, but another outlook. But with that, I'm going to toss it over to my good friend. Brother, why don't you tell everybody about what
0: we're doing tonight? Jake, this is probably the most relaxed, yet most exciting show that we have ever done. Because we're going to be discussing the aftermath of Halloween Kills, directing David Gordon Green. We're going to be giving our opinion on the movie and the things that we enjoy and that we did not enjoy about the movie. So... You want me to start with the first thing that's going on in the media today, as I've always said, the uh the the woke bullshit.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: Okay, so <laughs> so socially, I'm a liberal. Socially. Okay. That means that I'm friends with people that are could be anything, you know, as long as you ain't a terrorist or something like that, or a communist, more likely I'm friends with you. Right. So I'm friends with a lot of uh people around the world and some people are gay. Gay people, for the most part, laugh a lot. A lot of the, goat, the the woke nonsense that goes up in this country trying to appease them. And they say, why are they just not left alone as they want to live their lives without being make uh, a story of them out of everything? Okay. This week, you have complaints about... <laughs> Big John and Little John getting killed and Michael is being said to be homophobic. <laughs> <My> <laughs> Mind oh my you God. that I like Big John and Little John. I mean, I wasn't happy that they killed I mean, them any more than I was happy to see Sandra get killed.
1: I mean, they were entertaining.
0: Yeah, they were... <laughs> they were... I mean, to entertain us yeah they were smoking a little bit of weed at least he was yeah. michael mcdonald was a uh, little john and he was more i guess he was more uh serious of the couple I big mean, john yeah, was more they, outgoing
1: yeah man they were sitting there you know having a good old high time yeah. and um I, I i don't get it i mean i thought I mean, they were funny they were entertaining that's what
0: they were there for you know yeah so um uh, you know Jay, what house were they, were they living in? Even though they purchased it and it was theirs.
1: The Myers house. Correct.
0: So the reason yes. why they got killed... Well, for once it's a slasher movie. And two, was because Michael was there to reclaim his house. Somebody was living inside his house. Right. So it had nothing to do with Big John and Little John's sexual orientation. I don't think the psychopath with a, with a knife killing people... Really care who he killed. But this movie, like I I said, I found myself over and over again for some reason getting stunned that every time he kills somebody that I was like, sure, they ain't going to kill this person. Sure, they ain't going to. I mean, that's
1: like saying, like, you know, in Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason killed a rock star. He hates rock music now. I mean, he's going to take out the whole – he's going to just kill all the music in the world. People are going to get mad at music because Jason took out a rock star. Give me a break. Exactly. Yeah? So,
0: But this is that, that fake uh, bullshit that people are trying to uh, to complain every week. The other thing that came out is that people wanted to have the uh, firefighters' uh, death a cut from the movie. Uh, Because those are our heroes and we shouldn't kill them, even though it's a story and a fictional one at that. And it had to do with Laurie Strode finally trapping this psychopath inside a house, a burning house. So what happens when you got a burning house, Jay? What do people call?
1: Uh, Not the Ghostbusters.
0: The Firefighters.
1: That's right.
0: (laughs) So that's why the Firefighters were there. And that was the first thing that this psychopath came across, oh Mikey, from Haddonfield, so he took them all out because of that. Yeah. But that's, mean, that's, that's, that's this fanatical behavior. Once you start banning books and doing this and doing that, you don't really, you go crazy. You don't really know what the hell you want to ban next. You do more harm than good.
1: Oh, I know. Well, you have a think too. Like, in this day and age, people aren't happy unless they're
0: bitching about something. Yeah, that's what they have grown up to be. Unless they need a little bit of... Uh, uh, I don't know. They need a little bit work. I am call.
1: bored. You know what? I am bored. Let's get online and let's rip apart this, you know, franchise that has millions and millions of followers and lovers. And let's just rip it apart because, yeah, you know, Michael Myers, yeah, he didn't like gay people. So let's talk about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean,
1: give me a break.
0: But nevertheless, <laughs> Jay, as of all. Uh, when I did, I did some research for, for what I, we're talking tonight. You know, we work with our script, but... Right. Um, 70, um, $71 million, uh, $4.9 4. I think, on opening night. And then by Sunday, it had already gotten, like, of the opening week, it already had grown $70 million bucks,
1: Which is astronomical for a horror film.
0: That is being shown on Peacock, too.
1: You know, millions can watch it at home as
0: well. Yes, with a budget of $20 million. Hey, Blumhouse,
1: Jason Blum is making
0: out like a bandit. He is, he is. This is is a winner. This is the one thing that I highly enjoy about this movie or any movie. No CGI. I was watching a trailer before, uh, before we started recording tonight about Marbles Eternals. And all I could see was a bunch of CGI. Angelina Jolie doing a bunch of facial expressions, fighting some kind of uh, dragons or whatever it was. I don't know. I definitely will not be seeing that movie because I'm not a big fan of CGI. They 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 don't well, excite I, me.
1: CGI is cool if it's used properly. But don't get me wrong. And we're from now to the end of our days in films, we're going to have CGI. But... Thing that kills me about these superhero movies, like the movie you're just talking about, or any Marvel movie, at that, you know, some of those movies are good because of the story, not because of CGI. And then you have other movies with crappy CGI, and it just makes things ten times worse. Like for for example, uh, the first Expendables movie with Stallone in the
0: gang and all. Oh yeah. So I love that movie, but there's this scene where Stone Cold Steve Austin is on fire, and it's CGI fire. Oh yeah, and it's it doesn't look good. Yeah, the, yeah So, the, yeah. I don't
1: know. I, I'm with you. I'm all about physical and practical effects. Um, CGI is cool, like I said. Like if you're doing something like Avatar, okay, fine. But like Halloween, or you know, or an action movie for that matter, I'd I'd much rather have practical effects.
0: Exactly. So from there, Jay, we go to the reviews. Okay. Box Office Mojo, this is the ones that cut my eye. Box Office Mojo wrote Halloween Kills Slash the Competition because Halloween Kills really uh, tore it up. They tore up the house on the first opening uh opening weekend. And they had some big, big competition out there. Zero Zero Seven?
1: Yeah.
0: And a few others. Uh, there was one other that was, I don't know if it was a a, a family I movie. New, I
1: know the new Adam Family movie came out.
0: Yeah, but that one wasn't going to.
1: No. No. But yeah, Halloween Kill, I, I love seeing numbers like that. I mean, it outgrows James Bond.
0: Yes, yes.
1: So, well, I mean, I haven't seen No Time to Die yet, so I don't, I don't know what that movie's same, about yet.
0: Same here. I haven't had time. Yeah. Dead, deadline has Halloween Kills grabs what I already told you, grabs four point million million, four point nine on opening night. People were eager to see this movie because of that's the strong fan base, and basically that's the last of the uh, big name slashers that are still around. Because uh, Freddie, I don't think, I don't think we're there. Uh, well, um, I, I don't think Robert Englund is going to do it again.
1: Well, the last I read on Nightmare on Elm Street was that the Craven, Wes Craven's family, has the rights to that movie now.
0: Yeah, but. Even if they get it with somebody else, the magic was yeah. Robber England. Oh yeah. oh,
1: yeah. You can't... I mean, they already try to reboot. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah So, yeah. and then Friday the 13th, they're supposedly getting out of all this of the, legal of the lawsuit,
0: Okay, but then again, we also saw that uh, 2009, was it, remake that had Jason now kidnapping people and putting them in cages and...
1: Oh, yeah. He's putting them in Vietnam war bunkers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he had a little... His little uh underground uh survival tunnel or whatever the hell with tools and shit so i don't know what they're doing with that i don't know
1: well i will say this i mean I, it'll be a big welcome back if either one of those two do make it back with a big screen but you know the, i think the next big slasher maybe it's probably the new scream that comes out in january
0: it comes out in january because it's looking good and i think it's going to be a mystery behind it and uh that one looks good it looks good I, i'm going to go see that one in the movie theater if it comes out I'm going to well, make time.
1: Hey, as long as it's better than screen three and four, then I'm
0: good. Yeah, let's hope. So, yeah. Variety, this is what they wrote. Now we're getting into the, the... This is expected from this magazine. I've never read Variety, and I'm pretty sure you haven't. Um, Halloween Kills, it will feed your nostalgia for mediocre slasher sequels. We know they didn't like it. Nope, not at all. Screen Rant, this is what they wrote. Halloween Kills is a mess, like all good slashers should be. And that's because Halloween Kill has all this drama, the shades, and all this tension, like good slashers should be. They had that one right. Well, I
1: mean, that's, I mean, it's a mess. I mean, is this the same credit that probably loves the artist? Uh (laughs) You know what I mean? Give me a
0: break. And you got Polygon has Halloween Kills. This total mess has a serious kill problem. Well, they did escalate the killing on this one.
1: Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Big time. I mean, Michael Myers was trying out knives on a dead body.
0: Yeah. I don't think he – this is the most kills he's ever done on any movie. Oh, without a – without a doubt. I mean, we're talking, what, 11, 11 or 9 firefighters? Maybe 14? Yeah, here's my all-time favorite news uh, station, CNN. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Halloween Kills is a strange title for a franchise that just won't die. CNN doesn't like Halloween.
1: Well, of course they don't.
0: They like shit that they can feed you and sing for you.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> if, they, if they didn't come up with it I don't have a hand in it, of course they're not going to like it.
0: Communist News Network. Also known as CNN, Communist News
1: Network. I mean, I you mean, almost
0: have to be mindless to watch to watch CNNs, and I mean, hey, Fox News is no better. But here's the difference between CNN and Fox News. Fox News, you have a bunch of people that are giving their opinion, and they're open about the fact that it's their opinion. Oh, and I, you know I, what they say about opinions, right?
1: Absolutely,
0: I watch and, Fox News quite a bit. Yeah. So in CNN, what you have is a series of uh, allegedly, they call themselves. Uh, they're supposed to be uh, journalists who are giving you an opinion, but they're masquerading it as facts, as as real news, which is none. <laughs> that is my problem with them. But nevertheless, I wouldn't expect them to write anything good about uh, Halloween. No, I mean, you know what kills me is like all these classic
1: horror films when they came out. They got terrible reviews, but yet these newer horror films—they all get pretty good reviews. A lot of them, yeah. And some of them aren't that scary.
0: No, they're—they're they're you know not. What I mean? They're not. They're right. not. This I was... don't
1: know. Have you seen a preview for that new horror movie, Antlers?
0: Yes, I've been seeing it all day. Since, yeah, well, not all day. I was working today in the morning. But right. uh, I want
1: to. I want to see that, by the way. But yeah, me too. But uh, but Halloween kills uh, like the Halloween 2018 was. A lot of
0: critics like that one.
1: Yeah. I think the reason the critics don't like this one is because of all the bloodshed.
0: That's, that's pretty much it. Because here's bloody disgusting. I don't know if you got. I got their app on the phone. I follow it every day. Uh-huh. Um, Halloween Kill carves up a gruesome old school slasher. For better or worse. Meaning, they're somewhere in between. They're not giving it a a thumbs up or a sum down. So, huh. you know, it's an old school slasher. They did tap into the old school magic that made the first one so good, which these people have been doing since 2018 with this right. trilogy. So, I
1: mean, do you agree with that?
0: With, with what?
1: These, these good reviews with what they're saying, do you agree with them?
0: The good ones, um, yeah. I mean, I respect their opinion because this is people that usually they don't they don't really take shots at, at horror movies unless it's something that is totally garbage. And this movie is far from being garbage. Oh no,
1: you kidding me? Yeah. This is the great fan horror movie ever. The greatest fan horror movie ever
0: made. Yes, and then we have uh, Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones, which is now okay. a, another communist. This is CNN, but in print. <laughs> if yeah, CNN yeah. had a magazine, it's Rolling Stone. Yeah,
1: this is where you, you can
0: read the bullshit. <laughs> yes. Instead of just watching it. <laughs> yes. And you can also use it as toilet paper in a shortage. Halloween kills. I,
1: okay.
0: Your des. Halloween kills your desire to see any more Halloween movies. It didn't kill mine. I'm eager for Halloween <laughs> I mean, I'm eager what? to start seeing them all again. As a matter of fact, I got two and three on top of the uh. The, the the TV next to the uh, PlayStation 4 ready to be played this weekend.
1: I hear you, man. I, that's a dumbass review, by the way. Yeah,
0: that's... Well, like, it's them.
1: I mean, look. I mean, Halloween... The Halloween series has never been perfect. That's far from it. I mean, it's it's some, because
0: they mess with the timeline. That's what has made
1: right. this... Right. Well, um, I mean, there's some shitty movies in there. Don't get me wrong. But Halloween Kills is not a shitty movie. Um... Matter of fact, I,
0: you know, since we last recorded, I went back and watched it again, mm-hmm. and I like it better now than when I first watched it a, a couple weeks ago. No, it
1: keeps getting better. It keeps getting and, better. And I keep catching things. You know
0: yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I, no, I'm I'm going to tell you my real feelings on it, and uh, you you give me yours, even though I know where you're going with it. Here's okay. what the Sentinel in Colorado, another dime publication, it's a well, gruesome mess. That's all they put out there. Yeah, now, next (laughs) jezebel this is a magazine i I don't know if at one point they were good i'm trying to think but um they wrote the gross hypocrisy of halloween kill because of all the murder and then they wrote a big article with all that leftist bullshit in it i guess the stuff that they didn't like and stuff ah that was it for me with the reviews those are the ones that cut my eye um and i don't know what to tell you but Apparently, some of them are not big fans of it, and some just call it a mess. Jay, what's your personal opinion on this uh, modern-day masterpiece?
1: I, you know, when I first watched it, about halfway through the movie, I was trying to decide if I liked it or not, because, you know, they retconned the whole franchise, you know, like you just said, it was a new timeline, and with how they dealt with Halloween Kills, I mean, it goes even further into just being a sequel to the original, so yes. uh, I didn't know how to take that, we've had 40 years of knowing what we know, you know, I
0: yeah. mean,
1: it's something you kind of get used to as a fan, um, so I couldn't decide, but then I watched it a second time and liked it more, and then I watched it again a few nights ago, and I appreciate it more now due to the fact of the de- of the time they took to Get the details right from the original, right. And that, to me, I, as, as a fan, I'm very appreciative of that. And that's my favorite part of the movie. It's just the attention to detail. Um, I know they had to change some little things up as far as the stories that we've all known, but overall, I mean, as far as the kills, there's some good kills in here. Uh, and I get it. You know, Michael Myers didn't start off as a slasher guy that we, you know, that we see in this movie so uh, I can understand. I've can seen some people not liking that part of it. So I, mean, I get that, but at the same time, you know, Michael's been locked up for 40 years. He's got an urge to kill. Him. So <laughs> um, I get the violence. And as far as, you know, there's people talking bad about Michael and, you know, the killing of Big John and Little John. Hey, when you go into a horror film, we've talked about this before. When you go to a horror film, you go to be entertained. You go to be scared. Yeah, and, you don't go
0: with the mentality that I'm going to go watch a, a, a drama.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're not watching the Ten Commandments. Yeah. I mean, or Ben Hur or something like that. I mean, you're watching Halloween, a Halloween sequel. I mean, they're there to entertain, and Halloween Kills does that. So, I mean, it's. God, we're sitting here talking about makes me want to go watch it again, to be honest.
0: Same here. I want to go uh, watch. Like I said, I'm, I got part two and three there because I want to watch them on Sunday.
1: Oh, I hear you, man. I'm. I'm on putting on uh, that uh, version I told you I got. That's cut
0: together. Yeah, yeah. After the panther's loose. Um. I'm, I'm
1: gonna. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna watch that uh, after the uh, kids go to bed.
0: Halloween night. Oh yeah, Halloween night Sunday so so jay that's that's your that that's your opinion on it. I believe Jay this is my personal opinion, which we were we didn't give our personal opinions last week because we were doing the x-ray uh right. special show on every single scene in the movie. I believe Halloween Kills wanted nothing to do with Halloween Two because Halloween Kills wanted to be Halloween Two so bad and has so much Halloween Two in it. I that that anybody that says that Halloween kills has nothing uh, in it influential, but Halloween two is 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 not looking at this thing the hot the, the right way. Halloween Two had the police, Loomis searching for this maniac. Now it was a different game. the citizens of this of Haddonfield, they decided to take the law upon their hands and go find him. Right. The hospital, which Michael and this one never touched, but was influential, very big, big story on the second one, which the hospital, I'm, I think it blew up or something like that, or a portion of it. Right. But it's still, they made reference to it, and just the whole Michael going around, killing away, even though the, the count intensifies in this one, the violence, as we talked about, it's gruesome mm-hmm. at times. There was one scene where the lady just. Sandra having that scar on her forehead. It was so nasty. Oh I know man. There's some brutal stuff in this yeah, movie. Yeah because that oh, thing's got to sure. stink like a. Ugh, with all the bacteria and all the shit. Um, But I think this movie. Has a lot of Halloween 2 in it. I really liked it. I don't like it as much as Halloween 2. But I liked it. I thought it was a well done movie. I thought the, uh, the gruesomeness of it. It was needed. You sent a message.
1: Oh yeah, because Be- the the citizens are brutal too.
0: Yeah, they're they're. I mean, they're out there for for anything. They they want to put an end to this. And um, the only thing that I didn't like, Jay, is that I missed that Halloween music. That Halloween music is such a big part of this. This mm-hmm. one, uh Carpenter, did the uh, music for this one with one of his sons, I believe, and someone else.
1: Yeah, with his son, Cody Carpenter. Yeah, and, Cody. Uh, I
0: forgot the other guy's name. Yeah. And uh, th- that's the only thing that I missed. I think the, the, the theme for Halloween was only played towards the end when the credits were rolling.
1: Right. Uh, but you know what, though? The original score is good, too,
0: though. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's good.
1: It, do- it does a wonderful job of building up tension.
0: Yeah, but I wanted to. I wanted, you know, I missed that nostalgia yeah. of, of the song. Maybe they'll give it to us on the next one. But that was my only critique. On right. it. Other well, other than that, I really have nothing but good things to say about this movie because it was really a, a a worth the wait. It didn't disappoint. Well, well
1: with this being the twelfth movie, where do you think Halloween Kills ranks in the scheme of things? I mean, would you put it in the upper half, middle, lower half? If you had to list them.
0: Um, I think it's above Halloween H two O or Halloween.
1: Halloween H two O is the most overrated one of the whole. Seriously.
0: No, but I like it more than the one where Buster Rhymes beats the, the shit out of Michael with karate. Oh, and that's, then that's, my, that's my
1: least favorite one. Yeah. Today. So I,
0: it's a both those two. Yeah. Oh yeah. my
1: God. Trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then I think, I think, man, this one may be, maybe it's a horror fourth place, bro. Yeah.
1: You know, I was thinking about that. You know, I was thinking about the show today and where I would.
0: And it's hard, but, you know, I probably have around four or five. Yeah, four or five, maybe a five, because, uh, I mean, it's really good. It's really a good movie. I can only imagine. Well, like I said, I'm going to give tonight, I'm going to give my version of how this thing ends. And I'd like to know okay. your version of what you believe it ends and how I would make it and tie it up to a new one after this and make everybody happy. So
1: I don't think there's gonna be a happy ending. That's just me.
0: Um, oh no, there's no happy ending. But for us, there'll be a happy ending if we know they're gonna make another one. Because we're not what, like what, CNN and Rolling Stone and the Sentinel and none of them
1: or <laughs> Jezebel. <Jessabelle. laughs> we look, look, I mean, Freddie and Michael and and Jason. Those three horror icons will never die.
0: No, they're no. like the they're like the Mother Day uh, Rushmore of uh, of horror icons. You know, after Frankenstein and the Mummy and Dracula and the Wolfman.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Jason and Freddy and Michael are the ones we grew up with.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, those were the ones we got to see in the movie theaters when they came out. Correct.
1: Correct. You know, and it's uh, God. You know, I remember a while back I got that. You got the same Friday the Thirteenth Blu-ray set, and man, it's incredible to me. That's like the (laughs) that's probably one of the better birthday presents I've gotten in a really.
0: They they did the original justice. They didn't mismerge it,
1: right? And what I was going to ask you though, know, because I noticed this when I was watching it the other night. You know, there's a quick little scene from Halloween Two in there. On where? Okay, you remember when we first see Sheriff Brackett and Halloween kills? You know, the older Sheriff Brackett. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, they do a quick little flashback because he was talking about his daughter dying four years ago. Yeah. And they showed a picture of Annie, his daughter, on the gurney. Had it been taken from Halloween too because they didn't show
0: her like that in the first one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that was it. That was quick, but yeah. Wow, Jay, good eye. I
1: don't know. I don't know. I was calling and said, hey, damn, it, that's not the first one.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it, it was good how they tied up all of this from the past.
1: that's why because they're setting up her for the third one yes Uh, which is mainly probably why she was injured so we had a chance to get some more backstory from other people and that her uh, dialogue and relationship with Frank Hawkins who by the way I'm so glad is still alive in this movie and Hawkins was blaming himself mm-hmm. Laurie thought he was coming for her and none of that bullshit was true Yeah, <laughs> you know so it's it, I also like the fact to be honest that Lori didn't come back just to find or kill Laurie he got out on accident he found Laurie on accident because his doctor his crazy ass doctor took him there because
0: he was strictly looking for Lori. He was just put in the right situation. Right. And that's it. That's my look on it. But um, but here's the thing, Jay. Um, Going back to it, the director, the writers have said that they don't want no supernatural being, being the slasher and stuff. Yet this man just got hit with everything but the kitchen thing. Unless he's got some wildly Coyote uh, blood there has to be some kind of explanation at some point, or maybe they won't.
1: Well, I mean, you know, Laurie, in the of, towards the end of Halloween Kills, gets some sort of an explanation. She's talking to Hawkins. She said, that, you know, every time he kills, it, like, straight hits him or something like that. And, and So I'm wondering, I mean, I mean, would you like to find out what's driving him or not?
0: Oh, yeah, because by, by, by now, I mean, after all this kills on this one, I mean, we're talking Superman level or Super Saiyan level of power. Oh, I know. Yeah, I mean, if that's what drives him, the kills makes him stronger. Let me tell you, after this one, he's uh, right up there with Goku. Easily. Yeah, I'm waiting for his damn hair to start flashing. And. and... Well, I mean, you know,
1: it's who knows? Maybe they don't even explain it at all. You know, John Carpenter originally intended. Not to have any kind of explanation.
0: Yeah, you know, it's better that way sometimes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would kind of like maybe not a full explanation, but maybe a little glimpse. You know what I
0: mean? Something something has to give. So, Jay, how do you see this thing ending?
1: Yeah, man, I, I see Lori dying.
0: Uh huh. You think your daughter is, I mean, you think your daughter is dead? Allison's mom?
1: She was
0: gone. Yeah, but so, then again when she was getting slashed, she was putting her hands up a lot.
1: Right, right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say she comes back in some way or form, yeah.
0: Mm. It's a hard one. But
1: I don't I don't know. But I think Laurie uh and Michael, I think it's gonna be some sort of dramatic, you know, Shakespearean ending uh-huh. with both like of them dying or something like that.
0: And you also, um, you know that the, the next one, Halloween Ends, is going to take place a few years down the road. like I did In the timeline, yes.
1: I, I did read that so they can bring it up to date. Um, yes. But I think they said the first, like, several minutes is going to take place at the same time. Okay. And then they'll, they they kind of jump ahead. But still, hey, that's great because, I mean, hell, it's going to be daylight at some point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Jay, are you ready for me to tell you how this thing ends?
1: You tell me what you got.
0: And then I'm gonna take you to uh, I'm gonna take you to Halloween three, again. Hit it. So Jay, this is how this thing ends. They don't pay me to write the first the first portion of Halloween Kills, but this is what I got at the end. Okay. Takes place years later. Glory Strode has become a a hero in Haddonfield and a crazy and eccentric for some. In She's also a big time leftist, and she gets to do her woke stuff. In real life, Jamie Lee Curtis is a very uh, leftist, liberal woman. Yeah. Uh-huh. So now you have little uh, flag, rainbow flags, because they're making a a lot of uh, gay people are coming and making a uh, a uh, some kind of memorial in the house for for. Uh, for Big John and Little John. That appeases everybody so they know that this, the people that make this movie, which I seriously doubt that they would be homophobic in any way or form, but they'll do this. And Laurie Strode has moved in the house of Little John and Big John as a way to try to lure Michael in. Okay. So, there's also another little mural in the other side of the balcony that she doesn't mind people coming by for all their, uh, all other victims of this madman serial killer demented boogeyman. And Lori, as we know, has been very handy doing booby traps and stuff. Oh, yeah. So Allison comes to the house towards the end on a Halloween night as Michael has been tearing up the city again. And Lori is waiting for him in a chair with her back to the window. Michael enters the place. And so does uh, Allison, trying to save her grandma. Okay. But Mima closes the door, a special steel door, and just locks herself with Michael inside the room with the window. And she throws the chair to the side and goes into a big Shakespearean speech towards Michael, which seems to be very much in a trance, as always. Classic Mike. Allison can be seen through a small fiberglass-looking thing through the steel door that is totally shot, screaming, trying to convince Mima to open up and let her in. But Mima wants nothing to do with it because she wants to end this 40-plus years aggravation with this serial killer once and for all. So during the Shakespearean speech to kill him, He goes to attack her, and she presses a button, blowing him and her out the whole window. You can see pieces that have blown in the air. They're both dead. And towards the next day, as Allison is through a room screaming and fire is coming through the walls, they are picking up the pieces, forensics, and everything in between. Allison is in the stairs of the house being consulted by the uh, medical staff and police officers trying to help her out because she's uh, pretty much distraught by, by this time. Uh-huh. One of the forensic people looks pretty odd. For some reason, he does not fit in with the others. And he picks up a piece of, of cloth that may have a piece of cloth and a piece of the mask of Michael with blood in it, like a chunk of meat human flesh that Michael is human at all based on what we have seen Um, and he removes it and takes it to the car secluded from everybody else and the movie goes on to another scene in which this strange character is handing over this box with the flesh and the piece of burn mask to someone or a group of people and that's where the movie goes off bam, I hit you with Season of the Wish 2, new season. And in this one, we have the the Thorn Cult or whatever the hell those are that millionaire people were on Halloween 3. And this time, there will not be no complaint from the little snowflakes and whiners about not too many Michaels and not Michael. And that one doesn't have Michael. It's not a good movie. This one... They take years, since this takes place years later, they take whatever the hell they did with that mask, and they have placed a special chip inside new Michael Myers masks because Michael Myers now has become this legendary boogeyman that everybody dresses up like in Halloween, and the masks are being sold with other masks like hotcakes, like the Wish, the Skull, and the Pumpkin. Uh-huh. What they're trying to do with these masks is activate a ship and they turn whoever's wearing this mask on Halloween night into a stone-cold boogeyman serial killer. So you're going to have thousands of Michaels killing throughout the land. (laughs) Allison is trying to stop them from doing this throughout the movie. Because somehow, someway, she gets involved with her new boyfriend who happens to be a journalist. Okay. And they're working together trying to stop what's taking place. And just like that, Jay, Season of the Wish, new season, is a hit, and you can introduce a new Michael, or perhaps the same old Michael, as towards the end of the movie, one of the killers with the mask is very odd and similar to the others, in a way in which he dresses, but not his mannerisms, and it leaves you wondering if Michael is back. Have they been able to put him together or clone him somehow, some way? Real. That's what I was saying. Maybe I, well, I haven't had too much time in my hand. Let me tell you. October has been crazy. Maybe the lack of sleep. Maybe so. I mean, look, I mean, you just tied Halloween kills into Halloween 3. So. <laughs> I mean, that's... No, Halloween like, ends. Hey, it, it sounds
1: good. It sounds like it could work. I don't see why it couldn't. I mean, why not?
0: I mean, at some point, I mean, you can do, like I said, you can even... You can do, this is Halloween, Halloween 3, I mean, uh, yeah, Halloween, Halloween, But well, this will be the fourth one for them, for Blumhouse, but it would be the remake of the original Halloween 3, Season of the Wish, without even making it a Season of the witch without even making it Halloween 3, it'll be much different this time. Uh,
1: shoot, man, that, that's pretty good, I really like that.
0: Yep, and there you can start a new, uh, a new franchise.
1: Well, you really fell this
0: thing out. Not really. I just, like I said, I mean, I don't have, maybe I haven't been, uh, I don't know, I mean, Charlotte you know, IPAs. I mean, I'm over here going, like, yeah, I think they die, whatever, and you're like, you give me a novel. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's what I would love to see, because I like Season of the Wish. I know everybody hates it. A lot of people hate it. Some people actually love the movie. Yeah. But the hardcore, uh. Halloween and Michael Myers fans, they, they, they do not like Season of the Witch.
1: It's, it's give or take with me. So, I mean, I, I really, to be honest, I need to go back and watch it. It's been a long time.
0: It's the most uh, its the most carpenter of all the Halloweens because that's all he wanted to do with his Halloween movies was to have a one-off with a different story every year. Oh, I know. I, to me,
1: that, uh, he wanted to do an anthology, and to me, that sounds like an amazing idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something uh-huh. different
0: every every time out. But that is basically how I see this thing ending. Because, uh, yeah, I think I think uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, I think she's you know she takes care of herself, but she's up there in age. Oh yeah, she's
1: what sixty something,
0: I think. Yeah, she's she'll probably be almost seventy by the time this thing comes out. And I doubted that she wants to be out there doing this thing.
1: Who knows, man? She may call it quits after Halloween ends. Yeah, I
0: mean, at some point. I mean, we've been very fortunate because she's a good actress. And she's, uh, wow, she's devoted her whole life to doing this franchise, basically.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, she's the one that revived it back in, you know, with H2O and and all that. I mean, I'm sorry. I know a lot of people love H2O,
0: but I, I do not like that movie. No. And at some point maybe what happened if Halloween uh, ends we have a copycat in you know like they did with uh with Friday the 13th and at the end when they both sacrifice themselves she takes the mass up and she realized that it was a copycat. Yeah. They can go in that direction too. So, I don't know, but um, I'm I'm thinking that maybe it's time to bring back the uh the cult. You talking about the thorn?
1: The, thorn? the thorn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. very supernatural but by the time we got to that storyline in Halloween five and six um Michael Myers was supernatural anyway so I thought I kind of liked it
0: yeah I liked it I mean I was I was all about it
1: so I mean I, I would not be mad if they came back out with a you know no when they brought Thorn back you know um I really, I mean, like I just said, I I really like. it. I mean, Halloween Six, even though it's a bad movie, I still love that movie. Um, mainly because that's the first Halloween I ever saw in the movie
0: theater. Uh huh.
1: So I have a soft spot, soft spot for Halloween Six. No, I I,
0: I thought Halloween Six was good. I didn't I didn't put it down. Like I said, the only ones that I didn't like was uh uh that uh that the one where they were doing the reality TV in the house and.
1: Yeah. He, had, he had no reason to be in that movie. None. None whatsoever. Mr yeah. Mustafa Akkad, unfortunately, you know, this uh, he decided to put Buster Rhymes in this. I don't know why. I thought he I think he was trying to appeal to the America's youth at the time, but all he did was put a, a you know, a bad actor in a franchise that's
0: loved. Yeah, and it you know, and they try to tap into all the reality T V craze that was taking place at the time.
1: Which I get because they're trying the Halloween Resurrection. They're trying to stay up with the times, stay quote unquote hip and uh, and that kind of thing. So I kind of get it, but how they executed it was just shitty. And the sad thing is too, is that
0: Rick Rosenthal, who directed Halloween Resurrection, directed Halloween Two, nineteen eighty one. Yeah, I know. We have talked about that before, which is a, a a shame. But that's the only one that I I wasn't crazy about. Even H 20 I like. Yes.
1: Halloween 5, you know, Jamie, the little girl. Yeah. She, she's now mute.
0: Uh huh.
1: You know? And apparently she's like Christopher Walken from the dead zone and can, like, see through her uncle.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 You know what I
0: mean? So, yeah, it moves Yeah, I still watched it, but, yeah, that then they, well, you know, they mess with the timeline a lot on this, this thing. I think Blumhouse has done it justice. I think Blumhouse has saved the Halloween franchise. Yeah. And they oh, yeah, have respected it and they have uh they have truly after, earned everybody's admiration for what they have done. That's right,
1: because after Zombies Halloween two, I mean people were pissed.
0: Yes. Yes, I hated that movie. You hated it? Uh I yeah, it's not not for me as uh, uh once once they did the hobo what they what the what the fans uh called the hobo Michael <laughs> yeah. I watched it and you know, it wasn't you know, I watched it and that's how I that's how I place it in my brain as a, a rub zombie version of uh, of Halloween. His 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 interpretation on it.
1: Well I like I like that Halloween because I like the psychological aspects of it. Um, Halloween two a lot I mean, in a lot of ways that like Halloween kills like, or Halloween twenty eighteen, it deals with, you know, PTSD from something traumatic. Yeah. And if we get the Lori Strode and Rob Zombie's version, we get the, we basically get to see her go nuts. Mm-hmm. So I kind of liked it. There's a lot about it that I don't like, but um, I liked, uh, for the most part, I liked it. I don't think that movie really gets, it's just due, to be honest. But, you know, people don't like any of one of the Rob Zombie versions, so who knows?
0: Oh, well, I liked the first one. It was good. It was intense. It was frightening.
1: Oh, God, man. Look, Rob Zombie, that movie was brutal. It yeah. really was. Yeah, and the
0: first one I liked. Yeah, I,
1: really, I, did, I actually saw that one in the movie theater. So. But
0: going back to Blumhouse, if they yeah. come out tomorrow and they say the Blumhouse is going to be taking over the Friday the 13th franchise, I would be ecstatic. I would be Ugh. blown away by it. I would Why be. Not?
1: I mean, why not? They're getting ready to do
0: a new Exorcist. Who they are? Blumhouse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. then then then, uh, David, then I... Gordon Green, David Gordon
1: Green, the director of Halloween Kills, uh-huh. the director.
0: Well, yeah, I put all my faith in them because they truly deliver.
1: And apparently, um, God, what's the actress's name from the original? Not Linda Blair, but the mom, Ellen Bernstein. She's she's apparently already signed on to the movie. Oh wow! So I'm I'm. Look, I love the first Exorcist movie. That's one of the scariest movies I've ever seen in my
0: life. Yeah, that movie was uh, way too much.
1: That, that movie is disturbing.
0: It is. It is. It is intense. That movie, when I was a kid, that movie was frightening. That was like Salem's Lot with that kid trying to come through the window. Oh, my God.
1: Look, the first time I ever saw The Exorcist was never when I was younger. I saw it in the movie theater when they did their re-release in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And I was still in the movie theater and it scared the shit out of me. Not gonna lie. I, yeah. I was like, wow. No wonder my mom and dad would not let me watch. this."
0: <laughs> Jay, what was <laughs> your, your, your favorite, uh, when you were younger, what was your favorite Halloween, uh, memory?
1: J- I mean, as a kid? Yes. Oh man. Uh, Halloween every year when I was a kid was a lot of fun. Um, parents lived in a neighborhood where that, there's a bunch of kids um not just our street but the one behind our, ours too now my parents still live in that same house but there, no kids or anybody live there anymore so as a matter of fact my parents had not had a trick-or-treater in God, 20 years wow so but uh when i was living there you know there's a bunch of kids around and i got to go trick-or-treat two neighborhoods and if the hell we was on the weekend we would um go over to my aunt and uncle's house and trick-or-treat their neighborhood and it was a lot of fun man I remember dressing up and um, when I was my I have two kids eight uh, excuse me nine and ten or one will almost be ten um I remember younger than them five six years old I went as He-Man two years in a row uh I went as Ultimate Warrior two years in a row wow uh my dad painted my face Wow, um, I used to wear glasses too, so I got a painted face with glasses on. It was weird looking. You know.
0: <laughs> oh, god. So,
1: um, and then even as I got a little bit older, I I, I still enjoy Halloween to this day, mainly because you know I get to eat all my kids' candy. But yeah, yeah. But um, it's still fun, you know. I'm it, I live in a neighborhood now, much like the one I grew up in, so it's. It's been fun to see my kids do the same thing. Yeah. But I think my best memory is really just in the anticipation of it. You know, you wake up Halloween
0: morning and you're like, hey, I know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah, it's it's, it's decisive. You know you know what's yeah. taking place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, so I and mean, I, I, I as an adult as an adult I miss not being able to go to the uh the hunted houses, uh stuff. It's just a month in here in, in Charlotte. Where it's really been a uh, based on my line of work, and I'm grateful to have it. I mean, I'm not complaining in any way or form. I'm very grateful to have a uh, work uh, since the Chinese Communist Party took the the work away from us in 2020. I'm saying that, not Jay. Um, it's so it's it's it's, a, it's been a real uh a real intense month. It's, it's truly been a very intense month for me. I mean, we hardly haven't had time, but we have been fortunate to be able to make the show. Mm-hmm. And once again, thanks, Peacock, for for having that on the stream. Or I would have been in a world of trouble trying to go see that movie.
1: I hear you, man. Hey, look, I'm not a a huge fan of new movies hitting the streaming services, uh, but I'm starting to like it a little bit better than I did. Say, maybe
0: <laughs> because you got better technology at home. You probably got well, get nice now. around sound, but
1: like, yeah. But like a year ago. I thought it was cool. A year ago, though, me and my wife we didn't we didn't have the streaming services we do now. We we kind of just stuck to our guns to you know, to a couple here and there. And now we have more, uh, mainly because all the new movies are being released on different platforms. And um, you know, Disney Plus was doing this thing where they were releasing movies same day, but you had to pay an extra thirty dollars for it.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Uh, so, thankfully, Peacock did not do that, thankfully. So. Yeah. And HBO Max as well. Shout out to them, man. When they release new movies, they just go ahead and release them. So, yes. Um.
0: but, you know, I think that's going to be the new normal. Yeah, so here's the thing. Peacock is going to have Halloween kills for 60 days. That was from the day that they released it, October 16th. And after that this December, we're going to have a Blu-ray, which I know Jay is gonna buy.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: and it's gonna have extended scenes, deleted scenes, and a whole a uh, lot of good stuff for what is being anticipated on this one. So deleted scenes, I don't know what else that they can give us in there. Extended scenes, I guess they're gonna show us more even more it's gonna be even more gruesome. Better than the movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, when I, I read about it and I'm eager for that one to come out because I know this, I know with extended scenes, it's going to be brutal. And I don't see how you can get even more brutal than what we witnessed on, on Halloween Kills. I guess we'll have to find out. So, brutal, fast paced, intense, high octagon drama there's really nothing about this movie that i don't like except for the fact that i wanted to i was selfish that i wanted to uh to have the original uh theme for halloween be in play at least around one of the killings maybe even towards the end when when he was getting uh allison's mom right what's her name karen 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 Karen. nelson yeah i think karen nelson
1: like you, but I'm perfectly happy with how the score turned out. I thought it was really good. You know who I
0: was seeing in an interview. I was I was watching an interview this week. Uh the late great Kobe Bryant. May he rest in peace. He said during one of his games, he listened to the Halloween theme on his uh on his headphones for. 40-some minutes or something like that before a game, getting into that mindset <laughs> that he was out there to totally st- uh, uh, hunt down and kill the opposition.
1: Well, hey, if that's what thinking, uh,
0: Yeah, that's crazy. That blew my mind. It was with uh, the people from Value Entertainment. You can see it on know. YouTube, the interview. Okay. So, Jay, let's take this thing home. Uh, any last opinion on the movie? I know last week uh, we didn't give the opinion. A lot of people uh, sent us messages trying to figure out if we were going to give our opinion. The reason why we didn't give it, we already told you about it, is that we wanted to go scene by scene and talk about it this week. I'm giving it uh, three very strong popcorn emojis.
1: Very well. I'll give it four. You give it
0: four popcorn emojis or stars? You like stars.
1: Well, four, four stars
0: out of five. Out of five, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm always going with those threes. It's hard for me to give a four and a fifth.
1: Right, yeah. I hear you. But, but, yeah, I'll go four stars out of five. Yeah, absolutely. It's, but, like, it's, like I said, a week ago, I probably would
0: have given it two and a half or three. But after that last viewing, I like it more. So. And, um, Jay, what's your list? You said Halloween night. You got uh, Halloween one and two. You're going to watch them back-to-back, the original ones.
1: Do their trick or treating
0: thing, but uh-huh. they got to go to bed normal time anyway. they got school the next day. So well, uh-huh. um, after the Carolina Panthers lose, I think they're playing your Falcons this week, if I'm not mistaken. The Falcons have won a couple
1: in a row. Yeah, no, um,
0: that the, the Falcons are doing good, and your brave, man, your brave man, may win the World Series. Man, look, I watched you know that game six Saturday night. I watched was Watching it with my son, but he got tired and went to bed in the seventh inning. Uh-huh. Um, I used to do this, so I stayed up to finish it, and I was so excited because you know, I, I was brought up a Braves fan, yep, so I've been following them my whole life. Same with the Falcons, same with the Hawks since Dale Murphy,
1: yeah. Dale Murphy is my all time favorite Braves player, okay, hands down. And that's the guy I grew up with because he was the only player the Braves had for years.
0: Yes, he was. He was the guy that everybody went to see.
1: Right, and not only that, he's a good man. Yeah,
0: he's yeah, a good
1: yeah. Individual. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm pumped, man. I watched the end of that game Saturday night. I was so excited, I couldn't sleep. <clears throat> Me and my buddies were texting each other, excited. To, uh, it's the first World Series is '99. Um, They haven't won a title since 95, so it, it's been, God, Lord, it's, in the past decade or so, it's been kind of rough. It's been up and down.
0: Yes, since the Dave Justice days.
1: <clears throat> yeah, Dave Justice, another guy I love, by the way. He yeah. may have been a dickhead on the field, but I love the guy. He won us a World <laughs>
0: Series. Yeah, he did, he did, he
1: did. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'm excited, man. Braves, Astros, game one. Falcons, we're sitting at 3-3, three and three. however, I'm not going to lie to you, man. We
0: have an easy schedule because the Falcons aren't that good. Yeah, same here. Same here. We watch the, the Panthers uh, go down every week, unfortunately, but the beer in Charlotte is so damn good. I Big shout-out to Sycamore Brewery here in Charlotte. They don't sponsor our show, and we don't have it. They don't send a case over for me. Give it a shout-out. But if you pass by Charlotte, North Carolina, and you don't try their beer, shame on you if you like IPAs. <clears throat> Because they have a double mountain, double candy. They have a mountain candy IPA, and the double candy is impressive. Well,
1: I tell you what, the sports bar that we frequent over here is called the Suburban Tap. Uh, Shout out to them in the East Cobb. Uh, If you ever want a
0: great-tasting Jaeger Bomb, that's the place to do it. Oh, I do.
1: I want one. Oh, dude, they make, I don't know how cold they keep their stuff, but yeah, you, you know, they do it the old-school way, too. They give you the two glasses,
0: you drop it, and check Yeah, it yeah, out. yeah. You have to do it that way.
1: Yeah, and it's uh, it's awesome. So shout-out to Suburban Tap. And, and pass also, the keys
0: really, if you're going to drink, do not drive.
1: Absolutely. And real quick, too, I uh, wanted to mention this. You know, we were doing our sports show, Sports, Bombers, sports Bombs and Brew. Um, we decided collectively to revamp it a little bit. And we are now Bet's Bombs and Brew, Triple B for short. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're our main focus is picking games. Um, that's kind of what we do on the side anyway, and just you know for fun. We're not professional or big time gamblers. I think the most I spend is like ten dollars.
0: Yeah, yeah, but you just giving your your
1: right your like, picks
0: every week. Uh huh.
1: That's I, good. I, 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 right now, I'm undefeated in hockey in the past week. So wow. So we do a recording, or at least I do a recording, almost every day and get pics out there. We created a Facebook page and a Twitter account, so uh, you can check us out. We're going to do a recap show probably tomorrow, uh, go over the week's stats and what our records look like, so stay tuned for that. And uh, remember, Best it's, uh, it's Bombs & Brew, Triple D.
0: And for everybody that's out there, me and Jay, we did an appearance on a podcast with Dave of the Bush or Devashi, who's not a stranger to the... Uh, to the uh, Tales from the Abyss podcast. I don't know. He says something about. Uh, see, he's got two podcasts. He's got the Murky Chronicles, and then he has the uh, Lyrical Spits. I don't know which one we're going to be appearing in, Jay. I'm I'm confused because he says something there towards the end about. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, yeah I don't remember how he phrased it, but we don't know. But any anyhow, we're going to be in one of those two. Me and Jay making an appearance because we went out trick or treating and we knocked on the door of the great day full of the Bushidovashi, and he uh. Ask us a few questions, and um, yeah, he gave us a, our, our treat, and uh, we went on our way, so stay tuned for that.
1: Absolutely, and it was uh, great to be on that show, and thank you for having
0: us. Absolutely. So for the great Jate Lenderman, I am Pablo Rojo, letting everybody know, be safe out there when you're trick-or-treating. If you're going to drink past the keys, and somewhere between good and evil, you can find us, bringing you this Tales from the Abyss. Until the next time, stay safe.